Psalm 133 says, Behold, how good and pleasant it is for brethren to dwell together in unity. Welcome to Faith, Family, and Friends, where two families and four friends of one faith join together in unity to share in conversation about all they've experienced in hopes to change a generation through the love of Jesus. In this episode, the Wingates and the Burnsides discuss how they met and how their friendship was formed. I'm like excited because just yeah. right now, like us, you know, we go so far back, you know, coming together and like now as coming together as like adults, we were, you know, I'm going to let Tim tell that story, um, <laughs> but you know, coming together as one body who, who knew that we were going to come together in a godly conversation, like how many mm. years later, you know, this is yeah. just amazing. I mean, we met in 2003, so Oh my goodness! Yeah, so <laughs> I mean, LeBron came out. That was LeBron and Dwayne Wade and uh, <laughs> Carmelo. But you yeah. know what? I want to go back to this because I think this is a good. You know, maybe it's a good ending to our story. You, no, because now you look back, though you look back at it and you say, "Oh my goodness, that was God." Because what person in their right mind? <laughs> <laughs> Would just go knock on somebody's door and say, "Hey, yep. how are you?" Ahead, <laughs> Tim. Yeah, so that was, that was definitely um, uh, we we connected through a, a mutual friend, ZG. I call him ZG, but his his name is Zach Gracious. Man, we've been friends since since high school. You know, we were all going our different ways. Matt was Zach was going to the music world. I was going to college. And he was like, hey, I think I got a friend who, uh, who's going to the same college. She went to Lakes. She played basketball. I'm like, she played basketball? He said, oh, yeah, and she's, and she's a white girl. I'm like, oh, she's a white girl <laughs> playing basketball. Okay. Got it. I said, yeah, we might be able to connect then. So um, he was like, yeah, this is her, her, her number and, and everything. So I, I think I, I, I may have gave, given you a call. I couldn't know where your room. And... No, you I just showed up because I, I had just showed up. You. <laughs> <laughs> I believe I got a number. I believe I got a number. And she said, Oh yeah, my room is here. And so went over there, knocked on it, and we just uh we chatted, connected, and of course I had to take her out on the back on the basketball court just to see what was up, you know, see if she really had some skills. And uh she, she told me she told me like she said her knock at the door and it was like you and two friends like hey I heard you play basketball you want to go and she's like all right let's go play basketball yep. <laughs> so we, we went in hoop man we went in hoop and she was a little spot up shooter man we hey and um, we actually did a, a tournament together that's right I don't yeah. know if you, you remember that mm-hmm. yeah, yeah so we did a, we did a tournament together and had the white girl on the squad with us that became my nickname obviously yeah you know, I call, call her white girl. But she was our little spot up shooter, and we just sat there, man. We used to play basketball all, all night, like one o'clock, two o'clock in the morning, at the at the courts, man, just playing basketball, shooting around, and we just became. It was just, it worked, you know what I mean? Me, yeah. me, and Lindsay, we just connected, and then she ended up um, getting all this scholarship money and moved off campus. <laughs> <laughs> and then you moved schools. Yeah, and then I changed schools. Because uh, that's another story. A whole lot of stuff was going on, but um, but yeah. So we we just we just connected and and but it was a it was it was just realness, you know. what I mean, something that was real, authentic between her and I. And 
I mean, we used to, even when she moved off site during that time, we just go to her, her apartment. We just sit down and talk for hours, hours, hours upon hours. But how, and, how crazy is it, you know, like God leading all up to this and then finding our husbands, you know, yeah. and our wives and then just like, <laughs> just a friendship, you know what I mean? Just friendship that continues. You just know yeah. that. Yeah. it's just what you're just saying like synergy or what you know yeah, like, certain, divine connections divine connections certain people you just click with on a spiritual level and you may not yep. know why and you mm -hmm. may have on the surface every reason why you should be polar opposites right and then, but, but then when god puts you together and he's like you know my plan is for me to know i see the end game y'all just need to figure out right now right here right now and we get you over there then you'll see the bigger picture but yeah. for now, you, yeah, just learn. <laughs> yeah. And, um, man, just continue to support each other, yeah. you know, through the years of, of everything and that we were going through. We had so many different life, life changes because um, she, went, she went on to get her master's and, and I was still trying to figure out what I'm going to do here. <laughs> she didn't know it, but she was actually – pushing me to stay on top of my game too, because I'm seeing Lindsay stay on top of her game. And I always been like that when, even in school, I had uh, friends who were with me, even I'm just thinking about even middle school, I got middle school friends who now they're all doctors, you know, uh, that's how it was. You know what I mean? We were, we, right. we pushed each other, you know, right. it was like, positive way. Right. yeah, just like to become the best, whatever that is, whatever it looked like. And we had this mutual respect for one another. So I respect intelligence um, and I respect the people who put in the hard work to get what they, and Lindsay was clear, you know, I ain't got no mama and no uh, daddy who, who paying my bills and I got to apply for all these scholarships and get all this. And, and, and to me, I just show, it showed me perseverance. You know what I mean? It showed me someone who just didn't make an excuse. You know, her situation was mm -hmm. okay. My mom and stuff, she don't have a lot of money, but I got I know how to write and, and get some of these scholarships. So I got plenty of scholarships to pay for all of my schooling and even give me some extra, you know, and that was like, man, I'm just looking at it, I'm like, man, this this girl ain't letting nothing stop her. You know what I mean? She's just not making any excuses. And you just can't help but respect someone who doesn't make excuses about where they are and not even realizing that that's that's something that, that God gave her, you know what I mean? It's like to have that type of strength, to have that type of push, you know, to just say, I'm going to become something, whether this person believes or not. And then the, the fact that she was valedictorian, but she used her skill set to say, I'm going to go out here and teach. And what better than to have someone who has this great mind in my, in my book, to go out and teach younger children where you see some people with those great minds, they'll go do other things like become a lawyer, become a doctor, become all these different things. But she had a call on her life to be in this lane before, I don't know if she knew it at that time or whatever it is, but to get- <laughs> At 10, at 10. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to go out and just teach and don't know what that teaching is going to lead to, but it's, it's led, it led to meet a mentor and so many other things and to marrying another teacher and, and to now... She married me, bro. He, he didn't become a teacher until <laughs> I married him. Oh, he, 
Yeah. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> she spoke that into my life too. I was I was spraying lawns and installing hurricane shutters and yeah. waiting tables. And she's like, you should be a teacher. And I'm like, okay. I, no, I said, well, he was, he was teaching something on, on college. And I said, I remember the conversation one day and I said, you know, you'd make a great teacher. And like, he just started talking about At it. At that time I was like weekends and summers and holidays off. Sign me up. Sign me up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So man, I just, uh, but Lindsay, I've always respected uh, her determination and perseverance, like I said, and and the friendship that we had. We always kept each other uplifted. We always, I think I was more the, the person that would check in and call. And, and but that's that's me, though. You know, what I, mean? I tell you, my, my my gift is that encourager, motivator. So I'm, I'm going to. I can't let you slide by. You know, I'm always checking. Yeah, yeah. I told him though, I'm like, you know, out of all my friends, I'm so thankful. I said that to him even. I said, I'm so thankful. And I, I told him right up front, you know, yeah. um, all the time. I said, Tim has been the most consistent yeah. friend that has been always, you know, just to check in and, and things. And so I thank you for that. And Erice too, you know, like, I remember conversations and he was, you know, telling me about, you know, when meeting you and, and everything. And so just like, just to see like how things all come together and grow and like, it's just amazing, you know, and coming down to you guys, your house and being able to just worship with you guys. I mean, yeah. we're going to have to do that one day you know, <laughs> together. Like it's just, you know, amazing so i appreciate that i didn't know all those things tim so i appreciate that oh yeah absolutely yeah, yeah we're, we're, it was both ways yeah we're growing in our maturity we're, we were we're trying to be better and more mindful more purposeful about staying in contact with people you know it's just it's something that we both had to grow in and so that's why i kind of made that face like you, you were like yeah, i was always the one that called i was like yeah that sounds like us <laughs> Oh, man. We love you guys. Yeah, we do. Yeah, love you as well, man. Love you. So um, uh, for, I think for those who are listening, you know, to look and see that, you know, this is what life is all about. It's about sharing experiences. Cars don't matter. How, how big your house doesn't matter. Where you live doesn't matter. It's, it's all about who you're sharing this life with that matters and yes. that you guys are there for each other. Uh, you have great times, good memories, um, because I can almost guarantee on your deathbed, you know, you're not going to be looking at pictures of your cars, pictures of your houses, you know, worried about, you know, who's going to live in your home when you, when you die, you, you're going to be worried. You're going to be thinking about, you know, how meaningful this life was and who did you share it with? And I'm glad and, and grateful to have friends to share this life with and to have, you know, me and my wife be able to uh, be a part of this journey with me and for us to share these experiences so we can raise our children to also desire to have these type of relationships and experiences. And I remember when we got this home, you know, I prayed and, and I also talked with my wife that this home would be a place where everybody feel welcome. I don't want to be a place where people don't want to come. I don't want to stop by. Oh, they just doing their thing. They don't really like people over or, you know, they just 
feel that vibe that it's just not a place that of love. And I want every time someone to walk in these doors to feel love. And we, our door is, 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 is an ever revolving door because people feel comfortable coming here. And I want them to continue to feel that way. And I want to say, you know, the Deverne size, y'all made me feel that way. I've been there to your home, you know, a couple of times we get, got there. I mean, these people gave me their bed. I couldn't believe it. <laughs> I was going to say, you spent the night. Yeah. yeah, so you can have our bed. I'm like, you sure? No, no. I'm like, the least I could do is you bought chicken wings from the wing stop that night. I was <laughs> like, I gotta get this man something. We were eating. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. So I just in, um, enjoyed your generosity, your um, hospitality, um, and and you know that goes a long way with me for sure. Well, awesome too. Me, you've always made us feel welcome in your home, and and I remember. First time we came, was like, I think Adam, Autumn was even there. And you just had Tim Jr. You just, we were there before he got here. You were putting together the crib with your dad. And we mm-hmm. went down again right after he was born. I think it's the first time we met Aris. Um, because I think she was, wasn't there the first time. And then um, we came back and uh, we just sat there and just talked. And I think that was one of the first times, I think, that you and I, mm-hmm. and all, all three of us, I mean, like all four of us actually, actually sat down together and just, and it was just natural. It was just comfortable. And uh, it was just, we always have a good time coming down there. And um, I just wanted to say too, it, when, you, when you just said, I think I see the Holy Spirit showing me something. It's like you said, you, you, you have a home where people feel comfortable, which I agree with, A. And you said your, your house is a revolving door. And I feel like God just told me, just wait, because when your boys get bigger and they have friends, I think oh, yeah. your, your house is going to be the spot. <laughs> like, your, like your grocery bill is about to go through the roof <laughs> so i'm just saying you have three boys especially they're gonna have their own little squads and then and i just i just i think the holy spirit just said just wait you think your house is about, but you're gonna be a safe place that's the thing like yeah. your home is gonna be uh and just like us you know with some with meat mentor and stuff like sometimes it's just the way of the world your home might be the only example they have of a mother and father together under god you know, a, a godly home, a safe environment, an environment of love. And, and, and they may come there to be with your boys, but they're going to come there for you. And they're going to come there for the Holy Spirit. And they're going to come there for a word. And they're going to come there to be fed spiritually, not just fed physically, but fed, be fed spiritually. And I, and, um, I know that's what's going to happen. And, um, and you're, you're going to bless so many, so many young men. Uh, I was going to say, and, both and of you, both, both, of, you, both yeah. of you are going to be a, a father, a mother and a father to many, mm-hmm. you know, whether that's in your own house, but also out in the streets or whatever, you know, having a, um, an impact on generations. Think about, think about what you're doing. You're, every year you're, you're writing books for kids, Tim, you're helping people with their finances. You know, the Bible is very, very, very specific about money. It's, I mean, it mentions money in the Bible over 600 times. You know, this is something that we as men and women don't manage very well. <laughs> That's another episode. Yeah. You can give us all those tips. Oh, yeah. Definitely. I mean, definitely. Yeah, you're already helping. You're already doing it. And, uh, you know, when the Lord, when, when you're walking and you're calling and the Lord's showing you the way and you're being obedient and you're walking that narrow path, it's just the small things. You're right. It's not about the home. It's not about your bank account. It's not about your car. It's about what the Holy Spirit and what God does through you and the fruit that you produce on this planet 
and the contacts, the the friendships, the brotherhoods, the sisterhoods you form while you're here. That's what it says. It says in the Bible, you know, store your treasures up in heaven because you know, all these you store your treasures down here. Guess what? You get you <laughs> lost, eat them, and destroy them. Right. You come into this world alone, you, and that's the thing. That's why a lot of people are afraid to die. Is, you know, that's one true thing we do alone. You come into this world naked and vulnerable, and you leave the same way. And mm-hmm. you may have a $200,000 automobile in the hospital parking lot that somebody else is going to be driving home. You know what I mean? So <laughs> you, may, you may have been wheeled <laughs> in an Armani suit, but you may get buried in it too. So anyway, that's that's great stuff, man. I love it. I love it. Yeah, absolutely. This is just amazing. This is just so- <laughs> yeah. well, This was good. This was really good. I love hearing everybody's background and, yeah. you know, just how the journey to Christ, everybody's was so different, but yet our journey brought us to the same common Here ground, we are. you know, further are. in the kingdom and the great mm-hmm. commission, especially your story, Jason, it gives me a lot of encouragement. I have a lot of family members that are in the state of mind that you were in, mm-hmm. and, you know, it just gives me, um, stretches my faith and belief that, you know, God can, can reach them too. Just looking at your growth, you know, so thanks for sharing that. I appreciate that. Thank you. And, you know, and and that's what I'll close with. That's, I believe that's our, that's our calling to those that are listening, those that are watching. I would encourage you to pick up the phone, have a conversation, call somebody you haven't talked to in a long time, or better yet, call somebody that you talk to every day and have a, have a conversation that's a little bit deeper, uh, stretch beyond the surface level, uh, arbitrary sports talk or, or pop star, uh, gossip or, or, or current event. I, I, I encourage you to, to have a meaningful conversation. Talk about your walk. Talk about Jesus. Uh, talk about your faith. Talk about your lack thereof. Uh, reach out to somebody that you trust, that you feel comfortable with, that you can ask questions to. Uh, somebody that you know will take the time to pour into you and tell you the truth. Don't be afraid to ask the simple questions because the questions that you don't ask are the questions you never receive an answer to. Just pick up the phone. Start a conversation, start a dialogue. If you were listening for this whole time, we thank you. And you can see how naturally it flows. It's just because we are able to just present ourselves in an honest, open format and just have a dialogue. And we're just simply sharing experiences, sharing our stories. Uh, And I encourage you to do the same thing. Share your walk with somebody. If you are a a man or a woman of faith, uh, share your walk, share your struggles, share your downfalls, share your victories, especially share your victories. But above all, glorify the one that pulled you to those victories. Um, And if you're somebody who's lost and has questions, or even if you feel like you're against the whole thing, I would just encourage you to have an open conversation, not a debate. The, The Bible tells us we are not to enter into a debate. Um, we are not to cast our pearls to pigs because um, they trample on them, but we are to have an open dialogue. We are to spread the the word of Jesus. We're supposed to spread the gospel. We are called to do that, uh, but we're supposed to do that in a very peaceful, open manner. So that is my call to action. So if you're out there, pick up the phone, text, message somebody on social media, but start that a conversation you that you trust. That you trust. I think that that was, that's an important thing too. You know, not everybody's going to give the the counsel, you know, I knew that I could always pick up the phone if I had to, to, to call Tim and he'd give me an honest answer. Right. And even if it was, he's, I've had some hard conversations with Tim <laughs> as far as like, you know, struggles as far as financially at one point and things like that. But I knew that he could give me truth right. and it wasn't sugarcoated. Yeah. Now awesome. I encourage you to get in the word. Get a Bible. Read. Bible. 
have to be obedient. If you're obedient to him first, everything else will fall in line. That's just the simple it. way it goes. That's well, we it. We love man. you guys, man. We love you so much. Thank you. Love you guys. All right. Love you too. And those who are watching, I guess you'll see us next week. Yes. Absolutely. That's right. <laughs> Thank you for joining us on this episode. Please join us next week as we start our conversation on culture. If you have any questions or comments, you can find us at faithfamilyfriendspodcast at gmail.com. Thank you again, and God bless.